Welcome to Deskmates, your Eurovision podcast. I'm Robbie, I'm your long-haired host. Oh, and I'm Ken, and I'm the short-haired one. Hairly. Hair-challenged. <laughs> yeah, and so welcome back to another episode. We're still talking about Super Saturday. What's Super Saturday, Ken? What does that term mean? Super Saturday is because all these, all countries in Eurovision are, of course, selecting their songs, and that's happening right now, because you have to do it before uh, one a date in March, that I don't remember dates, top of my head now. But, I mean, you have to do it before that, and that means that February, that's when most countries choose the songs. And most of them that have, like, live shows, they put it on Saturdays, because that's when the European audience, we are not Americans, we watch TV on our weekends here. So Saturdays could be Super Saturdays, like the Saturday that just passed, but when four countries choose their selection. So there were four more songs added to Malmö this week. And on top of that, of course, there's a lot of selection shows like Melifesval and in other countries also. That's not in the final yet, but they are still broadcasting things. So there's a lot to do if you're a fan. That's the Super Saturday. Speaking of the US and how they watch TV differently from us, at some point, just a note, we need to talk about the American Song Contest. Oh. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Not yeah, now. Not now. I just uh, will put it out there. For a future episode, we're going to talk about it. Mm, I had promised to never talk about that again, but okay. Who did you make that promise to? Everybody. Not me. No. <laughs> <laughs> and not our listeners. So let's get into the four, did you say? Four yep. new songs that have been selected. Mm -hmm. I would like to start and get it out of the way yep. so we never have to talk about them again. <laughs> Norway. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a positive note mm -hmm. because uh, I made no secret and I think you didn't either that we both wanted Gota to, uh, to go to go through with Ulverham. Yep. And they did. And they did. We could break the news here. We can break <laughs> that they went through, which is great because it's a great song and it means Norway is not sending a cheesy techno Eurodance song. Some interesting notes here is also that the, the guy who's responsible for the Norwegian selection, like the head of the things there, he's been very vocal, especially since last year, that the audience should have more power when they vote than the juries. Mm. Famously, we won because we had the juries last year and Finland didn't get much point from the juries as Sweden. And and then Finland had a lot of points and uh, things like that. So now in Norway, Kano won the jury by a landslide. They had a lot more points. But this year they ch changed the rules in Norway since there was a lot of talking. So the audience vote is 60% and the jury vote is 40%. So when the audience had voted, they had Gote as their big favorite and Kano as number two. So Gote finally won with just six points in the end. Well, okay, so that's an interesting, because we have talked previously about when countries have almost selected a bad entry yep. with the public vote and then the jury saved them. Yeah. So yeah, let's not get into that. So a couple of things to say about it. I, I'm obviously very happy. Mm -hmm. I celebrated by burning down a church. <laughs> as you do. Yeah, when when Norwegian medal mm -hmm. wins. I mean, you're, you're a Brit. That's what people do, and I guess on Saturdays. Well, it, you know, I've got a long history in my ancestry of uh, Scandinavians coming over oh, yeah. and burning sure. down our churches, mm -hmm. so it was a bit of revenge. True. So the two controversies surrounding Gote winning. Mm -hmm. First, I saw a headline. I didn't see the actual article. There was reported that they were made to change the lyrics to the song before the final. Yeah, it, it, I think the lyrics was built upon like some old story that was already there, and you need to have new uh, lyrics and a new song it couldn't be it have it, it can't be published before i think there was at least that was what they said in in norway mm. uh, i've also heard that ebu was like ah who cares? That's it's not going to be. But they they made them change the lyrics. So now I think they. Uh, I, I haven't actually heard the new lyrics in the mm. final because I didn't watch the final because there was so much things going on. So many other things to yeah, do on a Saturday. But, yeah, 
Yeah. And then the second minor controversy that I do not want to spend a long time talking about, but Gota have made a public statement that they are one of the artists that would boycott and not perform if Israel participate. Yeah. I think a lot of artists are saying that now, because if you don't, it's, yeah. So let's see what's happening. Nobody knows. I mean, there could be that nobody, I mean, it's also, if they don't go, probably Kano will. Yeah. So that's, Mm. that's it. It's a little bit like in in Fire Saga when, uh, yeah. what's her name, died on the boat. Everybody dies on the boat except yeah, them. So they send, mm. fire, yeah. That's Norway. That's Norway. Now we can never Leave talk them. about them again. No, yeah. until we get to the actual Eurovision. Yeah, brilliant. Mm. You made the right choice. We're very proud of you. Now let's see what happens next. I've just got a minor, minor question here before we move on. Yep. While we're talking about Norway. <laughs> <laughs> when we talked a lot about Kano last week, we kept talking about Joik and Joiking. Yep. And we referenced uh, Spirit in the Sky, mm. which is their song that featured Yoiking. For people that don't know, what is what is a, a Yoik? <laughs> Are you asking me like a... I mean, I, I think not, I know the I'm answer not, to this. I, I don't... Yeah, but, I mean, it's a Sami way of... I, I don't think it's... I would say chanting if that's not like a... It's a, like a, a, vocaliza- a vocalization. Yeah, it's a vocalization. So it's yeah. not like a song per se. It's like no. a vocalization of a feeling. Yeah. Um, this kind of thing. So it's not using words from Sami language. It's using sounds. Yeah. And it's to evoke uh, emotions. Yeah. So they famously in 2019, when they had Spirit in the Sky, they had yoiking mm. or a yoik as part of their crappy techno song. Uh, and that was, a, that was a great, you know, great mashup. But who did it best? Here's the thing. You know what I want you to say. I want. I know what you want me to say, but here's the thing. 1980, <gasps> they also sent the Sami guy coming in joking. That was a huge thing for me when I, like, I was eight years old, seven years old. I'd never seen a Sami person in my life, wow. weirdly enough, but, you know, probably in a book or something. But, like, I've seen, I, I know what the Sami person was, but I've never seen somebody joking in my life. So the kids were, like, running around singing that joke. <laughs> <laughs> in schoolyards after that, because mm. that that was like yeah nobody had seen that in Eurovision before, mm. so that I would say that's it. I you can you can say your own favorite if you like. Well, just before we move on, then so Sami people are the sort of uh, native people who were in northern Scandinavia yes. before white people. Yeah, and they're across Norway, Sweden, and Finland. I guess they yeah. touch on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just to clarify that before using these terms, yes, yeah. this week. The, your birthday is actually the, the national Sami holiday. Wow. Um, the national day day for, Sami, for Sami people. people. Yeah. yeah. I and only... there's also going to be a Sami Eurovision this year. So there are a lot coming from different countries. Uh, different Sami people from different countries will uh, get together. And that Amazing. will be broadcast on SVT this year. Yeah. I think the contest has been for years, but we haven't sent First it in, in TV. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we can talk about that when it happens. Yep. I only know my birthday actually is Ronald Reagan's birthday. That's oh. the thing that I know about it because obviously, you know, greatest president mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> I thought, yeah, okay. An actor as a president, what could go wrong? So, yes, the I mean, the example I know, and again, this is just me being a new Swede, I guess, because this isn't really Eurovision related directly. Jan Henrik, yep. who I think is originally from Argentina or Colombia, S- Colombia was adopted by a Sami family yes. and grew up Sami for all intents and purposes. And then he was on... Sweden's Got Talent. Yes. Yeah. And he did a yoik yep. that he told a very emotional story about. It was written for his best friend who had died. 
And it's a phenomenal piece of music, yep. uh, very moving. And I guess for a lot of people, that might have been the, one of the first times that that sort of came into yeah, their, I think so. if they went around for the 1981 that you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so it's uh, it's great. Uh, I advise everyone to go and check that out. It's you, called Daniel's Joik, I think. Yeah, Daniel's Joik by Jon Henrik. Yep. Uh, but Jon Henrik has attempted to represent Sweden in Eurovision. Yep, a lot of times. Yeah, never succeeded. Never succeeded, but he's been like... Uh, silver and uh, bronze medals so it's yeah it's been close, close. it's been yeah. close but no cigar do you think he'll come back again i don't know uh, there's there's actually a sami uh, woman competing this week in gothenburg so brilliant yep it's, i that. don't think it's uh, i mean she's sami but they don't all have to join yeah they don't so yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I think she's singing other types of Do the music, thing, actually. damn it. Do the thing. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Okay, so I didn't want to get too sidetracked, but I, yeah, we did talk about that a lot, a lot last week, and mm-hmm. I thought it'd be good to clarify. Moving on. Yeah. I would like to revisit Ukraine. Yeah, sure. You tipped us with Aliona Aliona and Jerry Heil with their song Teresa Maria. Yeah which we previously called Maria Teresa. Yes, but it's, it's the other way around. Terrible people. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we heard it when it was a studio version. Mm-hmm. We didn't see it live. No. And it, but you said it was the hot favorite to win. Yes. And surprise. It did. It won. Mm-hmm. So now. It did by a landslide. Do you know Do you know how many percentage of the votes they got from, from the Ukrainian people? Can I guess 70? Oh, <laughs> 62, but oh. yeah, good. Let me, let anyway, me do that again. Can I guess 40? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was crazy. I mean, the the second one had like 9%. Wow. So, yeah. Brilliant. That was uh, a landslide. Mm. Is it worth checking out the second one? Is it a good song? I mean, was there anything else stand out from Ukraine? Here's the thing. I didn't see the show. Okay. It was... Uh, also, they had some problems with the voting. Uh, so they had to... <laughs> they had their competition on Saturday, but the results wasn't there until Sunday. It all broke down. They had so much more people voting this year that they had than they had last year. And I guess they've got other things going on at the minute. Yeah, they do. Last year, they were actually having their, con- their selection in the subway because there were... So crazy trains were passing. Wow. That's, that was an amazing thing. I mean, they were just literally like behind the stage, like whoosh, they were there and people sitting in the subway. This year they were in um, shelter. As resilience of the Ukrainian people to, you know, amazing. continue in the face of adversity. So now we are going to uh, watch the live performance of Teresa and Maria. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I've got a couple of things I want to say. Yep. Sure. The sound isn't the best. No. But they're doing this from a shelter. Yes. So Ireland, what's your excuse? <laughs> exactly. They're doing this, and this has better production than Ireland. Look at that staging also in the shelter. Yeah. That's just. Yeah. And staging, which we've recently Amazing. defined. Yeah. A great. I mean, I would like to see that on the Eurovision stage with more budget and production. Yeah. I. It's. I don't think it's going to win. I. I don't. I. I like it. I don't think it's going to win. Hmm? I yeah, prove me wrong. <laughs> no, but I still think it's a contender. I just I I love it. I think it's so brilliantly written. Like it turns into different things when you think you know what it's all about. Something happens. I I think it's great. Yeah, I just yeah, love it. It's very good. And you know, I said let's wait and see it live. I don't know that it's particularly changed. I did get chills actually when she started rapping. Yeah, which is a good sign. <laughs> 
I think. I mean, I, I pray this for some of the Swedish songwriters, this, and they don't understand it at all, which just means that's why I know I think Sweden isn't on safe ground anymore because they they take their influences from U.S. When which of course this also do in some way, but did you add some flavor into it? And it's just it's not like it doesn't have to sound exactly like everything on the shots are doing, and still it just works. And also I've of course heard the things people saying, oh they're always sending something sad, and now we're going to vote for them because it's war. And this is not about that at all. This is about like female empowerment. This is something completely. I mean, you are allowed to sing ballads even if you're at war. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it. I, I I think it has a huge shot to win, and it's gone back up to the top of the list uh, on, in the odds. So I would say last year, Harder Steel sung mostly in English. Mm. This back to pretty yeah. much completely Ukrainian. Big plus from me. I, I love to see it. Yeah, it's, it is, it, like you said, it's not what's in the charts right now. It is different enough. I just, it doesn't, it doesn't have that wow factor in its current form. Mm. Let's see it on the Eurovision stage. Can, it could completely change. You can change. keep Gota, I can keep this. Because then we are like the, right now, these are the two like fighting to being like the fan favorites this year. Okay. So yeah, 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 I think yeah. this is a bit above but yeah mm. that's the thing i also want to say something because being a eurovision nerd is also you get really deep into like how did these different contests works in different countries mm. so i just need to say as i told you before they got like seven hundred thousands of votes and the one that came second got like one hundred thousand. it was like nine percent versus 62 percent. then they do this into points so they got 12 points and the other one got 11 points so you see the difference Mm. was just one point. Yeah. And then they had a jury that had didn't actually had any of them, these two, as their top. They, they had another song in the top, and this was second, so it won anyway. But here are things we talked about a little bit with Norway, like how how you do you weigh in, like, these kind of things. Mm. Like, this is the most popular, and this is the next popular. Yeah, but how does it show yeah. in, like, actual points and mm. things like that? There's Very no interesting. Proportional representation in exactly. that way. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, so yeah, still still up there, still strong. Yes, still strong. But let's wait and see when we get to the uh, when we get to Malmo. Yeah, we exactly. Moving on to Malta. Yes. So a quick recap for people. Malta last year sent those lovely handsome boys wearing sweaters oh, yeah. with a saxophone. Didn't manage to go to the final. Didn't get to the final. Very colourful. Mm. I liked the song. It was fine. Mm. Yeah, but not particularly stand out. A, a sort of song that you get every year at, at uh, Eurovision. Yeah. Malta has always had like a hard time with this con. They have a lot of people competing for it, but they usually tend out to be kind of bland in the in the things that they choose. Uh, so, and I know nothing this year. I know that there was a Swedish guy called Sean Banan who had like a favorite to win with a banana song that I think ended up second or something. Oh. I just heard this rumors. I haven't seen one tune. I haven't heard anything. So this is really exciting for me too. Yeah, we can, we can watch it. So is it Malta, are they similar to sort of uh, San Marino where that they buy in their artists and not necessarily? No, Malta is basically usually people from Malta. That's why the same people are there coming uh, up. It's not a very huge country. It's just a small island. Very small island. Yeah. Lots of different nationalities though there. Bit of a melting pot. Yeah, exactly. And they had their own language. And the first three years they sang in that language and they didn't succeed at all. And then they went away for a country. And then they came back and said, well, wait, uh, English is also a language that we have. So for some years, Ireland always won. UK was second and Malta was third. That was like the thing because they sang in English. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to check out Sarah Bonici with Loop. I'm a teaser, no catch you, love it when I'm on the move. 
Okay, Chanel, what have you done to this contest? <laughs> Chanel and, and Israel last year. Okay, I'm not, I'm not totally against this kind. If, if you're going to do generic stuff, I'm, I'm happy when this is generic. I mean, there are some good-looking guys dancing, even they're demasculated and things like this. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing. But the, the song is absolutely shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but it's just, it's just so, it has nothing special at all. So she has to just put her in her dancing shoes and try to get the attention on in other ways. There's a very old line that I first heard in the 90s said about the Spice Girls, but I think it predates the Spice Girls. But you know the difference between Sarah Bonici and a porn video? <laughs> porn has good music. <laughs> you know, someone said that about Spice World. Oh, no, Spice Up Your Life. And I, I heard that, but apparently it's, yeah. Anyway... It's it's so Straight bad. Straight people. Yep. It's so bad. I tell you, I'm all for female empowerment. Wear what you want, you know, dress like you want. Yeah, but sure. there's a point where it also then is just a bit, I don't know. To put something in, one thing that I've been wanting to see in Sweden I haven't seen yet is like the choreography nowadays. Like if you look, I'm a nerd. I've, I've been watching shows for all my life. So the choreography nowadays is so much more inspired about ballroom, which is another po podcast to talk about what ballroom is. But that's like the, the trans and black commu gay community in, in the 80s and their they kind of movement, like what Mad Madonna did Vogue. She, she whitened it in Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> she made it straight with Vogue. But that kind of dancing in combination with more of a, a soft way of dancing, it's everywhere now. It's from Beyonce, it's Ariana Grande. It's like, that's that's the shit that you do. Sweden's still a bit like locked into the five, ten years ago street dancing kind of thing. And I don't mean like, of course, street dancing has been on forever, but there was like a time when that was like the top thing that you yeah. did on stage, like street yeah. fighting, street dancing. Yeah, I'm glad that they at, at least Malta got that. Like that's, that's I think, is the only modern thing. We, we paused it, but you know, there's there's two dance breaks in this song. Of course it is. That, that's coming up in the next 30 so seconds. So do you want to see her dance? No, I don't. No, me neither. Um, also, not when her dance move is the... I've got a sore tummy. Did you notice that? <laughs> I feel like it's like she wants to indicate towards her crotch region, but they've said you no, can't. That's too obvious. So you have to go a little bit higher. And she's like, either I'm hungry or my tummy hurts. <laughs> also, the difference from her in a porn video. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, yeah, bland. Oh, yeah. Bland. Yeah, bland, bland, bland. Poland last year. Mm hmm. But I don't know, she she sang a bit better than Poland, actually, but... Yeah, but, I mean, you were comparing it to Chanel and uh, oh, Israel last year. Let me just say, I, I, I don't compare it, that's where she want to be, but yeah. she's not where even close to it. You got Chanel, and then, I forget the lady's name, but you got Israel last year, then you got Poland down here. She's closer to Poland than she is the other two. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, very much in that, in that lane. No, I will forget about this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Spain, Benidorm Fest. Yeah, should we talk two seconds about Benidorm Fest? Please do. So Spain famously had a, have had a hard time in Eurovision as uh, Germany also. Germany is still struggling. Spain decided to, okay, let's go big. A bit about like we talked last time with Sweden and Melifestwald and like we are flopping. Let's go bigger. So they started looking at Italy and their um, San Remo Festival. Like let's do something in Benidorm, calling it Benidorm Fest. They have three the same week, three different nights. So it's two semifinals and then the final, like Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Saturday. And first year, I mean, they struck gold with Chanel and they came 
third. Mm. And there's a debate, of course, like if Ukraine hadn't had a war, would the UK actually been second or would China? I mean, and we can debate that. That's things that we debate if you are a Eurasian fan. So that's it. Hard time last year, they choose this flamenco, which didn't appeal to the European public at all. They gave them very few points. So flop a bit. So now let's see what they, I mean, it's also like, I don't think it's huge because the votings coming in are not very much. It's also, it costs like two euros to cast one vote, like 150 or something. That's like crazy. So yeah, and but it's interesting because when this starts, there's a country struggling. They struggle the first time. Now they try to get there, but they don't have like the identity of the festival yet. What what is like what what should we send? Should it be very Spanish or should it be very modern or what? Yeah. So I have no idea what this is. I saw some songs beforehand that was like the favorites, I guess, and this is not one of them. So I have no idea what they actually choose. Mm. Okay, so we're gonna we're just gonna watch the winner, and this is Nebulosa with Zora. <laughs> I think I might have to turn it off before they remove any more clothes. <laughs> we are in the office. I don't think they can remove more clothes. Wow. Well, Spanish TV, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe a bit more relaxed than the rest. <laughs> no. Uh, I like this. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you why I like it. I'll tell you the things I like about it. Uh, I, I may be being biased by the fact that the audience are singing along like they already know it. So yeah. that's sort of biasing me a little bit. Like, you know, I don't want to, it's a bit of FOMO. Like, oh, I, I like this song. Um, <laughs> but no, it's so 80s. With all of those Super 90s 80s. songs coming out of Norway, it's nice to try something else. You've got the guitar, you've got the electric drums. I, I like the sound. It's a little bit jarring, though, that I, I'm going to, I don't know anything about Nebulosa, but I'm going to guess that she maybe was an artist in the 80s. Probably. I have known, we shouldn't guess, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's what it feels like. She's a slightly older looking lady. Mm-hmm. So it feels like maybe she's been around, she may be more known in Spain. Yeah, She fine. looks like a gay favorite. I mean, and also Sora, the name of the song. I did a quick Googling to English. Bitch, slut, whore, wixen, skank, cunt. Did you do that on your work computer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, interesting. Mm? Uh, interesting, yeah. This might be the one of the gayest things I've ever seen. So let's talk about the dancers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so the two dancers, we, we just watched Malta, and they had the backing dancers with sort of like... Female tops, yeah, like feminine, feminine, feminine yeah. clothing. So these guys came out and they were wearing blazers with nothing underneath, with uh, eyeliner. One of them's got a top knot. I'm a big fan, or a man bun. And uh, then they whipped those off to reveal that they're wearing uh, like leather uh, corsets, corsets with yeah. their their bums out. It's it's a look. It's a look. I mean, also Benidorm Fest might be the most gay festival of all. Spanish fans. Famously very nationalistic, very supportive of their songs, also very gay. I mean, I think in Sweden, if you're an artist, you go to the gym before to get like that body to get on stage. In Spain, it's the audience that go to the gym before. <laughs> before they, they go to... Yeah. yeah. You're saying it's it's a good place to pick up hot... Oh, I'd say this is probably some sort of Europride. <laughs> That's yeah. what is my guess. I'm a bit surprised that... This, this is, is what, what they, they chose. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it? What what was it missing for you? A broad appeal. I mean, it's very eighties, but I don't know what it, it's missing. Missing a song. Like I, I also love the eighties vibe of it. I also love that she looks like at least somebody that was huge in the eighties coming back. Like you, you can get that reference, or you can make it up if it's not true. Mm. Uh, I also love the dances. I'm 
not knowing if they're going to keep them for Eurovision because that can hit them in the head. Yeah. People that are a bit more strict than I am. I don't think the song is good enough. If it had been like a really good song also, then I'd been completely on board. I don't dislike it. It's not like Malta, which I just, but, yeah. but it's just. I think it's, I think it's fine. I, you know, I, I could hear this a few times and I'd be okay with it. The thing that got me is I heard that intro and I thought we were going to get Rickrolled. I thought we were going to get <laughs> like a Rick Astley style. And then, yeah, it was a bit of an anticlimax. Her voice doesn't. You've been sorrowed. <laughs> Zorold. Zorold. Her voice doesn't match the, the 80s vibe for me because I don't have that connection. If she is, in fact, an artist from previously, I don't have that connection to her. Mm. And who else in Europe will have that outside of Spain, if that is yeah. indeed the case. Mm. But hey, points for singing in Spanish. Love that. Points for not doing 90s techno, having just heard all of those Norwegian ones. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm happy to see it. I did a quick Google here. So they actually a duo. I don't know where the guy is, but there's supposed to be a, a keyboardist somewhere. Well, it's, you know, it's the, the guy the, there. The yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's also, the, they are like a duo. Him and her are a duo called Nebulosa. They've been married for over 20 years and they have two children. <laughs> but they formed in 2018 as a band. Aha. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay. But has she, as a performer, been around before? She doesn't even have her own Wikipedia page. <laughs> I don't know. Not in English, at least. Okay. Mm. Mm. Interesting. I mean, this is things that I have to read up until we start your vision. But yeah, I'm not there yet. This is why I have other friends. <laughs> because with all my other friends, I'm you. Yeah. So I'm asking them and they just tell me these kind wow. of backstories. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so when I get to Eurovision, I will know everything about Brilliant. her, but I have no idea. Well, we can do some speculation. Yeah, yeah. we will also have a lot of spare time in April when they all are chosen to speak about that. We'll so. have to find things to fill our podcast with mm. in that dull How? time. Mm. Um, okay, so hot take, but let's do let's do Spain first. Hot take, do you think this could win? No. Wow. Not in a million years. Strong. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so either, but I, yeah, there could be something that we're both missing. No. No? no. All right. Brilliant. Uh, and then Malta, could it win? No. Could it be in the final? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't yeah. know what semifinal they are in, so... Yeah, yeah. That's a maybe whole... m- could, but I don't. I, w- I wouldn't count it. Count on it. Yeah. So Ukraine is a standout, I guess, from yeah, Super I still, Saturday. Yeah, I still consider that. I consider Norway top five. Yeah, yeah. Go to my my favorite. So, so far. I mean, both Norway and and Ukraine will be there in the top ten, absolutely. I'd say in the final. Yeah. So uh, and I mean, both of them has to qualify, but that's certain for those two. Great. That feels like a good place to end. Yeah. Do we have anything to wrap up before we... I just want to say something. This week when we are recording this, this is the big week for me as a Eurovision fan because right. this week is Sanremo. So Italy, they... I don't remember now how many people, how many songs there are, but there are a shitload of songs in Sanremo. And maybe I, I'd say that I listen a lot to Italian music, pop music on the charts. And I'd say that... 60% of the artists I know are in this contest. I mean, they get all the big names that they have there. It's no, they get them all. We, I mean, if you did that comparing with, with UK, that would be Dua Lipa, like coming back for the third year right, right. now. That, that's that's yeah, the yeah. kind of pop thing that they do. And right now when we're doing this podcast, I haven't heard one song. They play them all and they play them all every night, hmm. which is interesting. They play them like recorded. They play them with like with an orchestra. And then they do duets one night, all of the artists, like other songs. But still, it's these artists every night in different kind of shows. Wow. They continue like to three in the morning because they are Italian, so they don't care. And on Saturday, we will have a winner. And that will be a contender always, whatever they choose. And some of my like 
mega favorite artist are there this year. So I'm I'm so excited. I will have like five top songs of the year before this week is over. Brilliant. Probably. So next episodes we'll be doing, we'll be talking obviously about Mellow Week 2 and Sanremo. Sanremo. Great. Well, until then, until you, then. you can... Follow us on Instagram. You can message message us on Instagram. Get a conversation going. You can email us at deskmates.gmail.com. Deskmates.com. You bought a, have you bought us a website. Ken? Again, again, again. You can email us at deskmates at gmail.com. Don't be a Zorra. Email us. Don't get Zorral. Uh, if you have any questions, you know, record them, send them in to us. We love to hear from you. And until next time, thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye bye.